Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith and it's wonderful to have you here. I have an article in my hand from uh, The Telegraph. It's a paper from the UK. This is their website. And this particular article came out April 26, 2016. Personally, I find it depressing. It's actually not a news article as much as it is an op-ed from uh, Aisha Vardag. She's the president of family law firm Vardags. Hope I'm saying her last name right. And the title is this, Divorce Law in Britain is Outdated and Designed to Make Couples Suffer. Uh, let me just give you the gist of the article before I read some particular comments. This is an argument in this op-ed piece, and, and I, you see, I, my understanding is when I look at the, the news there that really there's quite an argument for such movements to try to bring no-fault divorce to England and to the to UK in general. Um, No-fault divorce, if you know what that is, it's really the, the, the standard in America now, where when a couple wants to divorce and dissolve their marriage, no one has to be at fault. It's just a matter of quote-unquote irreconcilable differences, and it's meant to make the legal process easier, supposedly less painful. Uh, but if you look at American history, you get to 1970 and such, when no-fault divorce really instituted in California by Ronald Reagan, kind of pioneering that. Divorce is just shot up in the United States. Uh, the divorce rate, now thankfully recently the divorce rate has been dropping in the United States, but really not to the degree it was before no-fault divorce was instituted. And a lot of people would argue not because marriage is any more respected, but because a lot of couples are shacking up and living together uh, before they even get married in the first place, if they get married at all. But that said, this is an argument that the UK, which last I checked has divorce rates lower than the United States, should introduce no-fault divorce. And here is some of the arguments presented in this op-ed, or some of the comments made in the op-ed. She writes, concerning the UK system, the problem is the system is designed to be difficult. That is, the system in the UK is designed to make divorcing each other difficult. She writes, we don't do irreconcilable differences in England. Unless you want to wait years, you need to establish that one of you did something intolerably bad. I would correct that. It should be a matter that someone did something wrong. Uh, she says, you have to put down that bad thing on your divorce petition, and you have to be ready to prove it. Now, this particular comment I'm about to read, I, I thought was interesting. She says, this forces couples to denigrate each other, sometimes completely artificially, to support the profoundly wrong notion that one of them has to be at fault for their parting. Well, let me say it is wrong that one of them has to be at fault. It could be that both of them are at fault. But yes, someone must be at fault if there is a dissolving of a vow made before God, an agreement in the country to be married. And the concept that this forces couples to denigrate each other, sometimes completely artificially, how are people somehow forced to lie uh, to achieve an outcome? That is ridiculous. Uh, anyway, just moving on. She writes, you might start out with an amicable couple wanting a gentle, conscious uncoupling. But by the time they've read a petition from the other side containing a litany of complaints about how they were controlling and bad-tempered, denied sex and were rude to their mother-in-law, they're feeling a lot less cooperative and a lot more like going for the jugular. Don't get me wrong, I, I agree. The Bible says divorce is a violent act in a lot of ways. But I do have to say, if I ever read this comment, conscious uncoupling again, 
I might actually vomit. Uh, the first time I read that uh, comment was, I think, from actress Gwyneth Paltrow was talking about her divorce with her husband and how they were making it a conscious uncoupling. To me, that sounds like an Orwellian euphemism for divorce. We're divorcing. We had vowed to be together for life, and now we're abandoning those vows and shredding them regardless of the consequences. Conscious uncoupling sounds so sweet. Uh, to me, it's just part of the oprification of our culture. Uh, comments as well in the op-ed, although as a society we've moved forward culturally and emotionally, to recognize that people part and there's no point in trying to force them to stay together, the same can't be said for our institutions. That, I'm sorry, is a laugh for me. Moving, we've moved forward culturally and emotionally. Why? Why is that a joke? When we're looking at things like this, to make divorce easier, just easier, it happens. Let's make it as easy as possible. That is a joke because that is not moving forward culturally or emotionally. It is moving backward culturally and emotionally and certainly in our relationship to what marriage is supposed to be. What is marriage supposed to be? You know, we read about that in Matthew chapter 19. People say Jesus Christ didn't address same-sex marriage or marriage in, in that kind of way. Yes, he did. In Matthew chapter 19, we'll just look at verses 4 through 6. It says here, And he answered and said to them, this is speaking of Jesus Christ, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? So notice Jesus Christ does define marriage. And said, for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. We see all the key ingredients of marriage in there. It's one man, one woman for one lifetime. And things like this are just simply another step away from what God designed marriage to be. And frankly, one more step closer into moral chaos. I'm not commenting on the laws. If, if, if the society just hates marriage, well, the laws are going to inevitably reflect that. But the concept that we're in a culture now that is doing its best to make divorce easier as if it shouldn't be something difficult, just shows the moral insanity of our day. Thank you for watching. Please check out all we have to offer at tomorrowsworld.org.